0: All right, welcome back for another educational episode of Talk to Tatiana, and, and today I want to talk about how can you know if your business will succeed? Can you even know if your business will succeed? But before we get into that, I want to mention that I actually am getting a lot of interview requests from some of the most amazing guests and people who who will provide you great content, share their story, but also um, actually teach you something that you didn't know before. And so I would love to allow for that. So in the next month or two, I actually will be um, recording a number of uh, interviews and um, we'll do less of the content, more of the interviews, but I'll do more content on my free circle um, community. I have a free circle community called Permission to Dream, uh, Permission to Dream Bold, and you can um, get to that if you go to yours.com slash S is in Sam slash Pivot Your Genius. The um, link to that will be in the notes, uh, in the show notes. And so um, join the circle. Join the circle and stay tuned i actually make it a task to post at least once a week um and so circle is a wonderful community no ads no annoying stuff and so that's why i really love it um so definitely check it out and let's move on to the topic today so There are quite a few factors that can make or break a business. And I've certainly in my 16 plus years working with small businesses, I've certainly seen a lot of those, a lot of successes and a lot of failures as well. And so the reason I wanted to record this episode was because I wanted to share kind of what I've seen to be the best approaches and how to ensure, how to not hope for your success, for the success of your business or for your business to making it. How to not hope for that, but how to actually to make that happen. And so um, the most important part of a quick, um, of a, um, the success of a business is actually rests on the owner for several reasons. Number one is nobody will ever care about your business as much as you do. Nobody will ever care about your customers as much as you do. I've recently learned that the hard way. I mean, even though I knew that for a while, I still hoped that it would be different. So I hired a quote-unquote quarterback. It's not my expression. I actually don't watch sports, but um, <clears throat> I related to this term from a presentation that I've recently been to by Dan Fleischman, and if you don't know who he is, look him up, but I've uh, hired a quarterback in June, and the agreement was that eventually I'll move out of the nitty-gritty work every day and m- basically manage the business, be the CEO, make vision, decisions, and so on and so forth. So that was the idea, and I put that up front. I said, I need someone who will take over the work, who will do it w- really well, and um who will care about my clients as much as I care about them and and that's that was the idea and the person I've hired was very expensive, I mean rightfully so, but um looking back, I should have hired someone who was less expensive and just taught them because you know when you hire someone who's very experienced, you also run a risk of them um not being happy with either the money or the work or both, and so I've hired a a potential quarterback and I went all in. I've ordered the cards. um, I've ordered everything. And, you know, for four months, it was a little easier, a little harder because I needed to record my processes. I needed to record my, um, I guess, methods of working and, and so that this person could take over and look at what I do and repeat the same thing. And so Honestly, I don't I didn't <clears throat> I didn't really um have a little you know a break. I mean, I did did have a little break in terms of like I did less, but because I had to record all these videos and all these things, I still felt like I worked more. Anyway, um 4 months later it becomes clear that this person didn't wasn't true to himself. It looks like when, when he mentioned that he wants to do the actual work as opposed to the review and you know, do more simple work as opposed to more high-end work or prestigious work or whatever, and really didn't treat my business as a business, even though I treated him as a partner. And so for me, this was a really great lesson that I wanted to also share with you that Nobody will ever care about your business as much as you do. And that's just the truth. And there's nothing you can do about it. You can't make other people care. Very few, in a very few scenarios, situations you have um, when you can find someone who cares just as much as you do. So the first and foremost step, uh, first and most important step, I guess, is the right, um, better expression, is that when you, Wonder what you need to do to make your business success or to not hope, but to make it actually happen is to understand that you will be involved in this business, at least up to a certain point. And that don't think that your accountant or somebody else, your attorney, will care about your business more than you do. It's ultimately your business. You know it best. You know your customers best. You know yourself best. And so nobody can do what you what you do in a sense that nobody can take charge and be responsible for that business. So that's the most important part, right? Understanding that will save you from a lot of trouble. And the reason that I mentioned accountant is that many entrepreneurs, whether they're just starting out or or already successful, think that. Their accountant is the one that has to deal with numbers and money in taxes in their business. That's just a utopian idea. It's not true. It's not supposed to be that way. Because again, nobody else would care about your business as much as you do. And so your accountant's job, if you have a traditional accountant, which is once a year tax filing, maybe some bookkeeping, whatever. But... That accountant's job is to to do what? It's to report the numbers that you give them, whether it's <clears throat> um, in QuickBooks, in zero, in another platform, whatever it is. You're the one responsible for basically making sure that you're doing the right thing and you're doing the right bookkeeping. You know, people look down on uh, bookkeeping a little bit because it's, it seems like it's an imp- unimportant task and it just costs money and it's not necessary. But actually, it's the cornerstone of a, of a small business. And the reason is that if bookkeeping is not done by someone who knows what they're doing, and my experience is that most bookkeepers who are self-trained, and don't have accounting degrees or at least accounting classes don't know what they're doing. They're just using the software, but they're not really doing the bookkeeping properly. And I see those books fairly often through prospective clients. Uh, those bookkeepers don't do their job or sometimes owners do their, the thing on, on their own, DIY the bookkeeping. They think, oh, it's so simple, so easy. This, I guess the... Um, Danger appears when you have to create a new account and you're asked for a type of account. That's the probably the root of every issue in bookkeeping. And so bookkeeping is so important. this is how you classify your income. Sometimes people bookkeepers classify loan loans as income. then you what happens? you overpay tax Sometimes Um, You could classify or a bookkeeper could classify expenses as personal where they're really business. And so not knowing the intricacies of that, not creating a solid back office for your business, even if it's a small business, very small business, can actually cost you in the future in professional fees, in taxes and penalties and interest. So bookkeeping What I want to get through to you with this portion of this presentation is that don't underestimate the value of bookkeeping. It is very, very important. And the better it's done, the less tax you would pay because you would account for everything correctly. So that's another fundamental feature of making your business a success and knowing that your business can be successful. When you know that your compliance is done right, when you know that your bookkeeping is done right, you can rest assured and actually manage your business without thinking about that, without having that anxiety. Because a lot of business owners come to me and they say, oh, I don't want to go to jail. Great. You have to actually do something about it. You actually have to implement systems in your workplace or in your business or in your office or whatever to prevent that from happening, to prevent... um your yourself from overpaying or underpaying tax and uh, potentially costing yourself a lot of money or snowballing into something that you don't want the next thing is cash management the only way you can manage cash the only way you can actually know that your business will succeed is if you make cash management your number one task. People often uh, confuse, I guess, is the word, um, and think that sales is everything. Sales are important, are everything, I guess. Sales are super important, no question about it. But if you're not managing your cash flow, you will run out of cash. I have a client who, um, who's a cool guy. Um, I enjoy working with him. And he always keeps telling me, oh, I have a bunch of receivables or I have a bunch of this or a bunch of that. And I'm like, I don't care if you have a bunch of receivables. Receivables are not cash. Receivables can come in 30 days from now or they can come in a year from now or they may never come in. Anytime you have receivables, it's a problem. And so, you can't count on being able to make payroll with receivables. That's why making sure that you have enough cash in your bank account is critical for every business's existence. And so, cash management should be number one priority. A lot of business owners find a system like Profit First, for example, because and and really connect to it because they got get themselves into situations where they run they live on the edge of running out of cash for years imagine how much anxiety that costs them imagine how much unrest and inability to enjoy their business and their work it costs them it's it's awful and it's it's heartbreaking for someone like me for an accountant who cares to see so that's why i stress over and over again, the cash management is number one. Cash is king. I was taught this in accounting class, but I'm sure this is a cliche expression. It's always been around and, or been around for a long time, but it's absolutely hundred percent true. Cash is king. If you don't have cash to pay your next round of salaries, you're out of business. And so you have to make it your number one priority, regardless of whether you've been good at math, or regardless of whether you know how to do it, you have to learn. I have seen one of my clients do it and do it really well. One of my clients have been has been in business for over 25 years. And it's not an easy business. It's a clothing brand. They produce, manufacture, and sell both wholesale and retail online uh, clothing. Uh, for a a certain brand of clothing. And because my client has been in business for 25 years, he actually, when the pandemic happened, instead of being scared, I mean, he was probably concerned a little bit about cash because he's been a cash flow master for the last five or six years before that. He was a little bit concerned, but then he was like, you know, I've been in business for 25 years. I've seen ups and downs. I've seen different crises. I've seen different different pandemics and whatever. Different things happen. Recessions and so on and so forth. And you know what? We just need to make work a little harder on our cash management. Ask our vendors to work with us and keep on going. And that's how you create a successful business. This is... Very basic, I know. Very maybe simple or simplistic episode, but then at the same time, that's the most powerful thing. There are a lot of people around who want to sell us streamlining your business with marketing or upgrade our business or ten times, ten x our business or hundred x our business or whatever, whatever it is. If you don't get your house in order you will fail. So be sure to get those, some of those basics down, down, right. And to reiterate, that's being the CEO of your business, understanding that nobody else would care as much as you do. You're the one who makes decisions, take charge, take, be in charge of your business. Don't, shift responsibility for the most important things like money numbers and taxes to somebody else stay on top of your spending stay on top of your taxes and and bookkeeping and so on and so forth but first and foremost become your ca- cash flow master if you ever watched uh, kung fu panda uh, panda panda um i actually love love that those uh, cartoons they're awesome Um, he actually, if you remember in the first one, there was master Shifu. He probably was in the second one. I can't remember. It's been a while, but you have to be the master Shifu of your cash flow and your business. That's how good you have to be. It will take a little time. It may be a little painful, but anyone can do it. You don't have to be good at math to add two plus two. You don't have to be good at math to understand when you are or not making money that's your responsibility. So take charge of your business and make it a success. Don't wait for success to come to you. Make it a success. Make success happen. And then you don't have to guess. You don't have to hope whether your business will succeed. You actually will know for sure. So this client of mine that I've mentioned, he actually doesn't guess anymore. He doesn't hope anymore. He tells me, we're doing this, this, and this. This was our this, these were our setbacks. This is what we've done to remedy the setbacks, and this is how we're coming out at the end of this year. And that's amazing to see. And imagine how awesome it is to be him, to be the C- a CEO like him. And that person that I've described is actually completely creative. Was never good at math. Was never a math person was never connected to numbers until he started a business. So if you're an entrepreneur or want to start a business, keep those things in mind. It's your obligation to ensure that your business will succeed. Nobody else's. I'll talk to you next week.